Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know we've got to keep you guys at the edge of your seats. we got to keep you on your toes. So welcome back to a little bit late, but another episode of Villa Birds with your favorite co-hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. We're both congested. We're both up and early this morning to bring you guys the most epic episode ending this week. Val, take it away with this recap. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you so much um, to our correspondent, Anika, for the intro. Uh, I'll now take it away. So Wednesday night's episode, we're dealing with Medi just getting dumped and Whitney is distraught. I know. Sobbing up a storm and all the guys are like, damn, she really cared about him. It's like, yeah, (laughs) she did. But little does she know it's for the best. It was truly for the best. And so the next day we got Whitney on her graph game. She's pulling Montel, even though she kind of was like, He's not really feeling me at all, girls. And they're like, no, who cares? <laughs> and then she's pulling sad. Um, and then later in the evening, Islanders get a text. And the couples are going to have a dinner date. Um, catered or cooked by Sammy and Whitney, the two single Islanders. Um, it was Love. a cute little moment. I mean, she made Sammy likable for 20 minutes. So, like, thank you, Whitney. <laughs> and within all of this, we see the infamous Katie and Zach date. I mean, so fucking boring. But, guys, awful. I have to bring it up because this produced drama for, like, two days. This non-conversation, this Katie realizing she's dating a SoundCloud rapper ass, like, loser who can't communicate, (laughs) and mind you, doesn't like Netflix. Anyways, we get into Thursday night's episode, Zach is like, yeah, date's a little dry, Mitch, can't say shit around Messy Mitch, messy. (laughs) Mitch then pulls Katie. And she's like, oh, how'd he say the date went? He's like, mm, he said it was dry, babes. This <laughs> game. This game. So the next day we get Zach v. Katie v. Mitchell uh, in the defense of who's lying. Um, I mean, Zach and Mitch both kind of lying, just like in completely different ways. But we'll get to it later in the episode. Islanders then are talking mad shit this day on Thursday about Scott and Catherine for fucking no reason. It blows my mind. Basically, only Ella is holding it down, being like, y'all don't see how they interact, blah, blah, blah. Then the single Islanders get texts that they get to take people on dates. So Whitney takes Zach, Sammy takes Jess. And when the Islanders come back from the date, we see the debriefs. Um, and then we get a Katie crying moment, which here we were like, where's old Katie? Old habits die hard because she is a jealous, jealous girl. Mm. The next day, Friday's episode, we get the aftermath of these dates and the shit talking. Scott pulls everyone to the fire pit to be like, if y'all have something to say, let it be known. 
and let's fucking squash <laughs> it because I don't want to hear about it. This conversation is rather explosive with Ty getting up in arms for I don't know what. A relationship that has nothing to do with him, but okay. And when the com- like when all the islanders split away, Katie then runs away crying like nobody tells me anything. And Whitney's like, baby girl, if you have something to say, say it. And she's like, well, no, you should pull me. And you should tell me because I'm the new girl. You were here 2016. So what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Then the girls and the boys both have segregated debriefs across gender lines. They clear the air one last time. All the guys are good. Katie basically is like, you know, like, let's just like, I didn't know because like Zach was like telling me that the date wasn't that great. But then you were like telling me that the date was so good. So why are you yelling at my girl Whitney, babe? Air is cleared, though. The next day... Islanders are feeling good. They're saying how the I like the island is way less tense than it's ever been. Sure. Yeah, right. And we get a text. The yeah, we do. Neo. The Neo is coming to the villa to give the Islanders a special performance. If I was any Islander on any other season, I'd be like, fuck you guys. Except for Anton, who cried when David Craig walked in. I'm sure <laughs> no, he is very giving happy budget. It's giving season 10 budget upgrade. I was here for it. Yeah. Amazing, stunning. Whitney said, I love you. He said, I love you back. Main character, Whitney. <laughs> then once he's done, he asks for a picture with the whole squad. And he's like, let me take a picture with the girls. Takes them which to was the kind of creepy. But which is kind of creepy. He's like, oh. now nah, I just want one with the ladies. And then he takes them away. And I was like, where is this going? But I knew it. I knew. I We knew. We knew. It was giving way. Way. <laughs> way. What do you mean you're you're separating them and taking them I out the door? I thought he was going to be one of the guys in Custom Shut That's up. like dreaming. <laughs> so yeah so he asked for the selfie psych car pulls up casa vips girls are screaming the guys are like Wait, they gave guys. it away they gave it away kind of but also like that's never happened before so the guys were right, actually right. fucking gagged and then <laughs> i feel like all like in past seasons like We've seen the guys hear Casamore, but we've never seen them see yeah. Casamore. They saw Casamore. <laughs> the lights were on. <laughs> they-, they were right over there. It was fucking crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> no, I love, like, all the guys were like, hey, yo, win! <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> and I was I mean, iconic. Then we get the Casa Boy reveals, the Casa Girl reveals, and then we get the reveal that we knew was going to be revealed. Like, we knew it, we called it, we said it. Molly's coming back. I mean, I feel like we could talk about it right at the top of the episode, because nothing's happened with her. No, we have to. We have to. No, I think it's not fair. Like, because she, everybody's talking about how she had access to all the socials. She had access to her phone now. She understands, like, the, I don't want to say demographic, that's not the right word, but, like, the dynamics. There you go. The Mm -hmm. dynamics of, like, what's going on in the Twitter sphere and how everybody's feeling. So I just feel like... I don't know, maybe she hasn't, but I feel like that's, there's no fucking way. I mean, she was out of the villa for like a week and a half or something, right? So. Yeah, even if she wasn't allowed to use her phone, which I I was not up to date on the Molly Grace March Instagram. I couldn't tell you if she was posting, not posting. Yeah, I didn't know. I have no idea. Um, But even if she like had a friend posting in her place... Like, yeah. she was still home, so people could have very easily been like, here's the tea, here's what you miss. Also, her mom literally is an ITV producer. So it's like... She is? Yeah. Babe, where are you online? <laughs> we've Girl, been saying, I don't know this. Like, we've been saying her no. mom is an ITV producer. We didn't say that. I knew you were talking about the fact that she's a producer plant this season, and I was like, I no. see that, but I didn't know that... Her mom was an actual producer. I missed that. I missed out on that. I'm up to date on everything else, but I missed out on that. 
she is an ITV producer, so I feel like it's extra unfair. And That's like not people fair. can say what they want that like we're unfair with Molly or whatever. Listen, like when it comes to other networks, like for example, in in America, I don't know about in the UK, ITV, I don't know their standards. But in America, when you apply to a reality TV show, you have to make your connections known if you know anybody who works at the company, like CBS, for example, Big Brother, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And if you do, you can't be on the show because it is giving you an inherent bias because like, yeah. okay, you may know, okay, you may be related to this person. Therefore, you may know other people that you met at office parties, whatever, stuff like that, that are just going to give you an inherent bias. And like, not only is it going to reflect badly, like on the producers, it's going to reflect badly on you so it's like to me it's not just unfair to the other islanders that molly has this inherent bias and they don't even know by the way mind you they can't even fight it but also it is unfair to molly because it's like okay well people are just gonna never see you as genuine nor should they because you have somebody behind the scenes who could be helping you right and no i agree with that it doesn't help that, like, we've been begging for this twist for years with other contestants that I feel like had more reason to come back. And the year they bring it back, it's with the one person that has all the connections. So it really is just giving producer play. And I don't mm-hmm. necessarily, outside of the gag, the twist, like, them finally taking this suggestion... I don't see the benefit of Molly coming back. I don't see it either because now like the guys can't engage in the tomfoolery that they usually do with the Casa girls because there's someone there that they know, you know? And then I feel like in, in if Molly does come back, and this is a huge if, but also during the recoupling when Casa's over, like it's more likely that she would reveal a lot more as well. I mean, I think that that, that part is like well i don't know if she would reveal actually really no because she was so withholding with Catherine. even though like Catherine was like oh i feel like molly was honest with me we saw molly downplaying a lot like molly you had to drag information out of her that she was telling you like not so forthcomingly Mm. so i don't feel like she's gonna rat on the guys as much but also like Outside of that, she's definitely going back in for Zach, kind of, in some way. Really? I mean, I don't know if if her mentality has shifted since seeing Zach and Katie and the way that he's been talking to Katie. But that is inherently part of the drama, right? Like, she didn't have a say in leaving Zach, so now she's going to go maybe give it a second chance or go give them a piece of her mind. But I'm kind of like, for what, though? Like, they had dry drama, so, like, is he going to bring you back? Or not dry drama. I don't drama, think he would because... Dynamic together. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I think Katie revealed in the last latest episode that... Oh, well, I guess Molly couldn't have seen that part. But, you know, when she was, like, saying to Whitney that she's, like, they've kissed in bed and stuff. And they've been, like, getting close. So I don't know if she would go back for Zach. Like, I feel like she would go for Scott this time. Yeah, I mean, she definitely did see enough for her to be, like, uncomfy. Like, he, she saw him forget about him quickly. Her. Yeah. Quickly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what her game plan is going to be at all. Um, if she does go for Zach, I'm just like, okay, I guess that's like one more couple that could potentially make it to the final. But they had no, no, no. But she's a plant. <sighs> I don't want her there, and I don't want Zach in the final four either. He's not, he's not going to get, he, no way Zach's going to be final four, dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No way. It doesn't even like, okay, this is gaggy, but it doesn't even benefit her on the production end to send her in on Casa, like. It she's not going to make it in. She's not going to make it in unless 
Mitchell does not have good luck with Are the other kidding? five girls. Yeah. She's not going to make it in because Mitch's safety net, just like Molly's safety net, is Mitchell and Mitchell's is Molly. Like, the only person who I can see bringing her back into Casa is Mitch. I don't see anybody else, part, like, coupling up with her to bring and her back. But that's the thing, though, right? It's like, Mitch has wanted her. Mitch was playing the fucking sabotage long-term game. Yeah. Like, he's wanted her since day one, and now they're bringing her back, and Mm -hmm. she's maybe seen enough of Zach to get the ick from him, so, like, is she gonna give Mitchell a chance? I don't know. But... Just to get in the villa, at least. No, she probably will. I'm telling you, like, the, the plan is either... Like, try to get in with Scott, which, honestly, is not going to fucking happen. And yeah, if no. not, she's going to she's gonna piggyback off of Mitchell's, like, leftover affection for her to make her way back into the villa. And then she, Leah, and Katie are going to become, like, a crew or whatever, since they're just hating on our main characters in the villa anyway. Uh, so true. Well, that being said, let's get into Leah and Montel, who... I don't have anything to say about their romance. Like, it's there. Good for them. So happy, I guess. Um, But, like, Montel. There's something about it that I, like... It's giving, like, you're happy, but could you be happier? Because the way he's meddling in Catherine's business is giving, I'm mad you didn't pick me still. Yeah, that, and also, I feel like everything that he says, I don't believe it. Mm. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, but just, I think it's the tonality that he uses, or maybe it's the way that he talks, but I'm like, Montel, like, are you saying this because you want to say it, or are you saying it because you're trying to convince yourself? And it's, like, one of those things that I'm just, I'm not understanding. Like, I see that Leah really likes him, which I think is cute. And I think their dinner date was one of the more, like, like, aw. Like, they were talking about stuff that I thought was cute. Montel Mm -hmm. has also mentioned, I think, twice now that he wants to treat Leah like the princess that she is. And that, you know, the guys hadn't been treating her right in there and all their stuff. So, I see the connection i see the budding blossoming potential there but there's just something about them i can't put my finger on it i just don't feel the magic on screen that's a wonderful way to put it like i don't know what it is like god bless them i hope they have 17 children i hope they get married they seem very into each other but there's something there that I'm just like, or rather, there's something missing. Something there missing. That yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't really see you guys making it that far into this competition, especially if a lot of other islanders are going to start bringing back people from Casa. Mm. Um, but separately, they just both pissed me off, like with the whole. Catherine Scott, Katie Dilemma, Mm -hmm. Montel with the hypocrisy being like, oh, I don't think Scott likes her, blah, blah, blah. And then like when we're at the fire pit, the reason being like, oh, he locked it off with Catherine so quickly and like he didn't give it enough of a chance with Leah. What the fuck? Like what? You locked it off with Leah once you got rejected from Cat. Like you did the inverse thing right not actually right even because you genuinely got rejected by Catherine and scott didn't get rejected by leah he just closed it off with leah right whereas you got rejected by Catherine, so then or yeah Catherine. so Um, then you locked it down with leah it's like you're doing the inverse thing but somehow when scott does it it's game player it right was very much serving up I'm jealous. And maybe that's why I feel like there's something missing between Montel and Leah, because despite them having cute moments, I'm like, well, you're giving me mixed signals. Like, do you want to be with this girl? Or are you bitter that your first option didn't pick you? Yeah, and it's also, like, the way that he says certain things. It's, I'm telling you, like, I 
think he's genuinely into Leah, but there's just a, something missing between their dynamic, like the way that they talk. And like Leah genuinely likes him. Like I know it from her side. She genuinely mm-hmm, likes him, mm-hmm. but there's <clears throat> something slight about Montel. Like there's just something, I don't want to say sinister cause that's so fucking dramatic, but just there's something missing from Montel's side where like, I don't know if he himself is fully convinced that this is like what's right for him. Cause he's saying a lot of stuff. He's saying a lot of stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I just, I don't know. I don't see it. But, but it does seem like Leah is really open to connecting with more people in Casa. I mean, that one frame of her face when the guys walk in, she's like, with her mouth open, like she knows, she knows she's about to get into some fun stuff. So hopefully like, maybe we, like if we see her in a dynamic that's more electric, I feel like maybe my thoughts will change, but if she acts or gets into the same rhythm with someone else in Casa, then I'll know that, okay, maybe that's just what the vibe is, is that it's super low key with her and she prefers to be in a couple that's like very, you know, rhythmic with like repetitive tones and compliments i don't know are we talking about sorry, sound like, baths are we talking about i don't know i'm romance. like i'm sorry i'm like in a wellness mood today so no i don't know i'm just saying like it's just very interesting the whole dynamic like i'm i don't know yeah. it's just something's off about it like i don't know what well how did you feel though because i felt like i was i was like okay like leah like she's cutie patootie i'm feeling her she's gel with the mm-hmm. girls and then i felt very betrayed when she was like agreeing with Katie about the whole Whitney situation because Katie was like oh Whitney's being so smug and comments like this like Whitney should have pulled me and Leo was like yeah like you know like I know how that felt because I was a bombshell and I definitely felt like I along those lines but like do we forget Whitney was a bombshell as well like, why is your experience in this villa more valuable than Whitney's experience? Why are you so bugged out on, like, Zach maybe choosing Whitney, which he hasn't? Like, mm. mind you, he's been very firm on Katie. If anybody should be offended in this situation, it should be Whitney because she's asking if he'd be down to get to know her. And he's like, yes, yes, yes. And then he comes back to Katie and is like, fuck that girl. You know? Well, right. I'm like, but you, we're sitting here getting the white woman tears for what? <laughs> for what? I, and Leah's encouraging it. I know. I I don't. I hate that she's she is like feeding into Katie's ego a little bit. But I took it differently at first. I was like, okay, she's like trying to provide comfort in a way by like letting Katie know that like she felt a little isolated and out of the loop when she was going through the rounds with the with the guys and then they mm-hmm. ended up choosing someone else who wasn't her. Um but the difference between Leah and Katie, I feel is that Leah took it really well. Like she understands the name of the game. Like I'm sure it hurt her feelings and like she's definitely let that side of her be seen, but I just don't understand where Katie's like, we'll talk about it later, but like, I felt like the whole Katie drama situation was so fucking weird. It's like, bitch, this is your second time in the villa. Like, do you not remember what this is like? Like, this is not anything serious. And also like, nobody has to tell you anything. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it was very strange. She was like, I want to know everything all the time. And it was giving very much controlling. It was giving very much like toxic, like always needs to know everything. Like, Mm. I don't know. It was just very strange for me, but I didn't take, I, I, and part of me still doesn't feel like Leah's like an enemy or anything like that to Whitney, Ella and, and Catherine. I just thought it was like, okay, this was just like one moment where, you know, Katie's like, opening up to her and like letting her know how upset she feels and I think the best thing that she felt like she could do in that situation was to like just kind of show her that she understood and like related to it but I didn't feel like Leah completely betrayed us I think it's just Um, more of like hey like I've been there I I get it I feel like for me it was Mm -hmm. it was like it's valid to sympathize and Mm -hmm. um 
want to like comfort somebody who's clearly upset and like you want to get them feeling better like as quickly as possible but I just feel like from what you said like yeah she seemingly Mm. didn't take any of like the resentment she had towards the boys and their behavior out on the girls but then it felt like well here's my opportunity like you know I didn't really have a chance to say it before but now that you're saying it like yeah like I've definitely felt isolated from the girls I'm like Mm. Was the first few days Leah being in there tense? Like, yes, absolutely. But at the same time, I do feel like the girls communicated that it had nothing to do with her and everything mm-hmm. to do with the guys. And like there being awkwardness there between the girls and Leah in the first few days, like is going to happen. So to like feed into this mentality that Katie was putting out there that like, oh, the girls are so smug. They're not telling me they're being disrespectful. They're not girls, girls. Like that was the thing that Katie put out there. It was like, oh, or maybe Leah even like, oh, when you mm. said she's a girl's girl, but then does this. I'm like, so what? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now we no, Katie said that. Yeah. But Leah, whoever said it. Yeah. Agreed. So that's why mm. I'm like, it, it, it passed the point of, you're doing you're saying some things to comfort somebody to then okay now you're taking out on people who like have nothing to do with why katie's feeling like this i just didn't feel like again like i'm telling you like i didn't take it that way at all i Mm -hmm. i didn't take it like she because you can listen to somebody and like not say anything while you're listening but she didn't genuinely think she said things and she fed into the mentality no, she fed into it for sure. I just don't, like, we haven't seen Leah defend anybody, guys or girls. So maybe she's just, like, very non-confrontational. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I, like, do I agree with the things that she was agreeing with and saying? No. But do I think that she's, like, intentionally being sly? I don't know. I don't think so. I, it's I just, not I don't know. I, like, perceived though, it different. Right? It's not about intention, though, sometimes, right? Because we know some people can intend one thing and do another. So I was like, okay, this, like, internal bias of, like, Mm. you agree that Whitney is smug from what? Like, from all the little behind-the-scenes clips we've seen, like, Whitney and Leah have gotten along. They've never had any beef. So for to come around and be, like, agreeing with, like, oh, yeah, if Whitney's a girl's girl, but then she's doing this. I'm like, what are you insinuating? Like, Whitney has never not been a girl's girl. She never got mad mm-hmm. at Leah about the right. situation. She was just like, hey, Leah, like, did you guys have conversations before this? And Leah was like, no. And then that was it. It wasn't like Whitney gunning down Leah being like, how dare you talk to Medi? No, she blamed right. Medi in the situation exclusively and never had any bad things to say about Leah. And, like, I just remembered that. So that just pissed me off even more for Leah to sit there and agree that Whitney may or may not be a girl's girl. What are you talking about? Right. No, I, again, like I definitely see all the points and like, I guess it's just me trying to see the best in people, but I just, I think for me, I just took it a little differently where it's like, you know, you just kind of blindly sit there and like, you know that your friend's wrong, but you're just like kind of listening to their shit because they need Mm. like an an outlet or something like that. That's how I had taken it initially. But the more that you're talking, like, I guess we'll see in the days to come, like if Leah continues to kind of, I don't want to say throw her fellow girlies under the bus, but just kind of like acknowledge things that aren't true in order Mm to agree with Katie or just like hear her out but I just think like this first instance I just genuinely took it as like okay she's just there it's like a and beige she's just, flag like, to you yeah yeah okay. for me for now for now I'll, I'll take it as a beige flag too but if Molly comes back and then Katie Molly and Leah are like a segregated girl gang I'm gonna be like this is weird <laughs> this is weird yeah. and I don't like it because why there's no reason all of the girls shouldn't be friends but speaking of the girls 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 justin sammy i feel like i don't really have much to say they went on that date they're back do you think do you think they're Mm. gonna stay together through casa Mm. because let me tell you something yeah i'm feeling like they might i don't know what it is 
I don't know what it is, but I feel like they might. I feel like Jess will. I'm not really, really? seeing a lot of guys come. Well, actually, I think they will. I don't know what her type is because Sammy was her type and Tyreek was her type. Um, so kind of like, you know, like the slim, tall, kind of jokey guy. Mm. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I don't know if someone came in that's her type. Also, like cute, like the, like Sammy and Tyreek fall more under cute than like cute and hot. I don't. I don't want to say Sammy's like handsome. But like cute and handsome more than like hot, hotty totty. So I don't really know what guys coming in for Jess. Mm. Maybe we'll see based on personality some more similarities to Tyreek and Sammy. Um, but I feel like Sammy's a goner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, like, I genuinely feel like Jess and Sammy are going to stay together. For some reason, I'm, like, feeling it. I feel like – I oh, sorry. Just, like, before we move too deep into Jess and Sammy, I don't know if Leah and Montel are going to stay together. I feel like Montel is going to switch. Uh, I, I can't I can't tell you at all. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, I can't – again, because I feel like there's – even though they seem romantic and their spark mm-hmm. is, there's a little tiny spark. It's like when you're flicking on the stove for the first time and it's going click, 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 click. <laughs> like that's them. But is it like full on? I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's always easy to bet that like the guy will come in with somebody else. But like maybe Leo will come in with somebody else too. Yeah, I mean, she was like, she was, she was already drooling at those boys. So I don't know. I feel like Jess is going to have her fun, but I think she's going to stick with Sammy. Sammy, I feel like we'll stick with Jess, but I don't really have anything else to say about them. Like, as we know, like they went on that date together and they've just been like engaging in regular tomfoolery, just kind of making fun of, of one another and just kind of getting back into the sink of things, which is kind of crazy considering how dramatic their fucking blowout was like literally last week. So I also, we don't know if the ban is for the rest of their time in the villa. So I don't know how that's going to work either. Yeah, I have, I still am confused on that because there has not been a recoupling since. Mm-hmm. So what's the deal? Like after a cost of recoupling, can they recouple again? I don't know. Um, because here's the thing, actually. Sammy is coming back to Whitney, and Jess is coming back to Mitch. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's actually going to not affect Whitney and Mitch at all, personally. So are they going to bring back people as, like, options? Because they have to think in, like, 40 chess. They have to think, like, okay, right. like, what if, what if, with all the twists and turns, if I bring some money in, and the other person doesn't, then they get sent home. I don't know. I I, I guess right. Mitch and Whitney are like confirmed going to bring single. In. Yeah. So will Jess have to bring in somebody to stay safe, or isn't 
are we not doing that again? I don't know, but that's like my only thing that I'm actually thinking a lot about. They didn't do a good job at like elaborating <laughs> what the yeah, rules were. I'm extremely confused. So, um, but I do think Sammy confused. will bring somebody in. I'm confused. <laughs> I think Sammy's bringing somebody in. I still don't think like I think that he likes Je- Jess. I think he likes Jess, mm-hmm. but I feel like he thinks he can do better than Jess. And, like, I'm sorry if Mal never got dumped out. Him and Jess would have never gotten back on track, I don't think. Like. I don't think so either. But he was yeah, even judgmental of Mal as well. Um, I don't particularly remember that. I mean, if he was judgmental, he's just making, I couldn't really. I just really couldn't tell through him making out with her aggressively. <laughs> okay, that is also true. Um, Yeah, but I don't know. I don't have. I don't really have anything else to say about Sammy and Jess because I feel like it's such a wild card. It's so up in the air. We have no idea what their future holds or how they're going to progress. So. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I, I'm placing bets Sammy's bringing somebody in. But moving on to somebody who we know is going to be Oh, we've been new. We know this man yeah. is going to be licking these girls left and right, in and out of challenges. Ty and Ella. I can't. I, we okay. already saw him doing mental gymnastics to justify. Literally. Cheating. Bringing in somebody else. He literally sat there with Zach and was like, and Zach was Men are men are afraid. He was men are. He was scary. eating that shit up. He men, was eating that shit up. Zach, he was like, "Yeah, bruv. Yeah." Zach was cooking in the kitchen, feeding it to fucking Ty. He was like, "Oh, you got delusions? Wait, let me put it on three fifty in the oven and feed it to you." Because what <laughs> the fuck was that? Ty was like, "Oh, seriously? You know, you know, she's gonna think that I'm messing around." And he was like, "Yeah," and like that might lead her. To mess around to do it because she thinks that you are going to be betraying her here in the villa right yeah so like you know you gotta kind of do you what the what yeah you should that's because she thinks that you're gonna cheat so she'll cheat so therefore it will be justified when you do cheat what the fuck are we what literally make it make sense you can't and can't it was, I mean, what did we expect? I. You have to give them this, okay? The way their delusions were delusioning was impressive. I was like, damn, okay. I see this little proof that they're writing and, like, trying to solve the end for. But it was so weird. I was like, of course, these two guys would be the ones talking about it, right? I just feel uh, like they have, course. like, low-key the same... <laughs> the same mentality but i was just so dumbfounded and i love how ella was like telling to the girls like yeah this is gonna be a true test for us because we're definitely closed off but like and then she literally said in the confessional it's not that i don't trust him but like no babe you don't trust him like why are you no, with she him like the- didn't trust him she was like i trust ty we'll just have to see i'm like what what no the hesitation no reason to trust him so like you do you be loyal like don't i don't think she should like break character i don't think she should stoop to his level if what she wants mm. is to be loyal then she should remain true to herself but i'm just saying ty or no sorry ella like you set yourself up for a disappointment you should at least mm. expect the worst i don't think he's gonna bring someone back but i do think that he's gonna do everything else he possibly can with all four of the girls and then leave it at that that's what i am guessing because i i don't feel like ty's gonna bring back anybody and obviously ella won't but i i will tell you this like he's gonna have like whatever happens during casa stays in casa energy and he's just Mm -hmm. gonna like do a 
bunch, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Elle is going to find out when the bomb, sh- uh, sorry, when the Casa girls like have their little moment to like speak now or forever hold your peace. But that's what yeah, I think. Because sure. like and he's going to, he's going to have Ella as like the safe, as a safety net for himself, but he's still going to enjoy everything else in Casa. And we'll see how much of a girl's girl Molly is, you know, because you've known Ella for three weeks. You've seen mm. them, and you're going to go into Casa knowing that Ty is saying they're closed off. Ty is going to say that. He's going to say that. And he's still going to be like, but, you know, that doesn't mean, like, we're not, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, we're just closed off. Like, mm. I can still, like, talk to people. Right. And, like, we'll see what information Molly brings back. But something else that was not giving me any comfort at all from mm. Ty's end was... When the whole drama happened with Scott and Catherine, and mm. he was pulling receipts that were not existent. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I there's a sentiment in the villa. Like speaking for everybody, and Whitney. Yeah, was like who made you? Like, exactly. Whitney immediately was like, "Who's we? Who is we? <laughs> not me. Not me, sir." Anyways, he's like, "There's a sentiment in the villa that." Scott is like too full on and is taking it like you know you're exaggerating your feelings. Like okay, uh, and because you closed it off too soon with Leah, I'm like, huh? And then Catherine was like, well, if you were so concerned about me, why didn't you say something? And he was like, well, like what guy is gonna go to you and tell you what Scott is saying? Like this mentality that like nothing leaves the boys chat, and like that was being also. Uh, uh, repeated by Zach between mm. him and Mitchell, which right. between him and Mitchell, like completely valid. That Mitchell was- is taking anything he says to use against him secretly, and Zach mm-hmm. is like a little too dense to like realize that Mitchell is not his friend but his enemy. I digress. <laughs> Anyways, there's always a sentiment amongst guys that. Like you don't tell girls shit. You don't tell mm. them shit that leaves that ha- that happens that is said in the boys chat. And I'm like, that is true to an extent, bro. But if your friend, if your friend is Catherine, apparently, apparently, according to you, your friend is Catherine, and you're worried about her, you would put like Scott above Catherine if Catherine mm-hmm. was your friend first and you cared about her like well-being and then you thought scott was saying something they, behind her back but you they don't like though scott, but you would still put like met like you would still put the male gender above your friend like that is um, like it it's misogyny it's misogyny no it wasn't even conclusion, that it's misogyny it's just un it's just unsolicited opinions from people who honestly are just bitter or jealous or just haters honestly it was so strange that entire conversation i felt so i felt uncomfortable watching how hateful tyreek not only ty but sammy both were being and like the fact that okay jess also self-proclaimed girls girls did not defend Catherine at all against these like out of bounds call outs from ty and this whole dynamic of like them all fighting over scott's intentions being genuine or not like i just felt like the whole thing was so strange and like honestly it was a lot of rejection it was. That's what it was. And like, it was just very upsetting for me. Like, and I'm glad yeah. that Catherine and Scott were like there for each other. But then like one of the things that Ty said after was like, Oh yeah, it was really sweet how, you know, Catherine had your back. Like, yeah, no, you like, what, what are you going on about? Like, it was right. so strange. I still didn't, I still didn't understand really like where all this like weirdness and hatred was coming from because, you know, someone who is like almost a womanizer and then this other guy who like has not had luck in the villa with holding something down like I just feel like they were the last people to comment anything about a relationship that's actually healthy so 
Yeah, I and I don't know. I just felt like the shit they were calling Scott up on was like, you could say the same thing about you. You could say the mm-hmm. inverse thing about, like, it just has nothing to do with you. So I don't understand your opinion. And, like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that Scott could have done that I would have then been, like, game player. But he locked it down with Catherine. He closed himself off. And they didn't go running to the villa to proclaim. He wasn't like, guys, locked it off with Catherine. Like, no. He just did it sweetly, privately between the two of them. And that was that. It wasn't a big show. So I don't understand. But, yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. I, like, I just have to emphasize the misogyny in the conversation. No, no, I, misog- I see it too. Misog- noir, misogyny noir. Um, <laughs> because it's like, what? No, but I don't know. I'm, I'm really glad, stuck though, on like- the, like, I'm really stuck on the, I would never tell you something another guy said to me about you, even if I value my friendship with you more, simply on the basis that he is a man. And therefore, that connection alone on gender is more important than my friendship with you. They're not friends. They're not no, friends. That was the whole point. Like the whole point of that Ooh, entire call out. No, like Ty and Catherine. Like they're Ooh, not yes, friends. I'm just, but I'm saying like that, that was the excuse Ty was using. That like oh, yeah, yeah. I get the excuse. And they, that was such a bullshit excuse. It's a bullshit excuse. Like, he does not that you don't treat your friends like that. Right. Right. Like, no, dude, it was just. Like, it was just weird. Like, everybody was saying that he's jealous of Scott because Scott is actually a pro footballer. <laughs> I did see that. Like, he plays more professionally or something than, like, Ty. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, catch it, catch it, catch it. I know. No, it was kind of sick. I was like, damn, that's that's messed up. But I don't know. Otherwise, though, like, Catherine and Scott are still in their cute little bubble. Catherine was a little too excited for Casa, though. That girl was screaming the loudest. She was like, get in the car! Like, ah! Like, she was allowed. That was she so was funny. No, she, she was, was allowed. allowed, but that was so funny to me. Like, I could not handle it. I feel like she was allowed in my eyes because Scott got so excited when Katie walked in that I'm yeah, like, yeah. and then he didn't do anything. No, I'm no. Like, okay, Catherine can be excited about Casa. Like, she can have no, no, a she can. Love Island moment. No, I'm not saying I know, but it just but killed saying, me. Like, if anybody online is like, oh, See, like women can get away with everything, and men can. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm allowing her the excitement on the premise that Scott was a little too excited for Katie, and I feel like both of them, Scott and Catherine, are having fangirl Love Island moments, and I I don't think that they're actually gonna do anything. No, I don't think so either. I love their relationship. Like I genuinely think that. This is one of my favorite budding relationships that I've seen in a while, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. Like, it's just so, so sweet. And their conversations actually have substance to them. And you can see their chemistry on screen. You can feel that magic. They have the connection. They both kind of complement one another well, but they're also kind of the same. So it's just really nice to see. I love them. I can't wait for Scott's reactions to all the boys doing crazy shit in the villa. Like, you know he's like in distress being without Whitney and Catherine in there. No, literally, he's literally like the second he realized the girls were gone, he was like, okay, I know I just mended things with the guys, but like, this is too soon. You can't leave me here alone with them. Please, please. I know. He's literally gonna like freaking like start using like Morse code with a flashlight in the villa to like try to communicate with Catherine or something. Like, no, literally. Oh man. No, I loved it. But I don't know. I think like, God bless. I'm here for them, but I am not here for Zach and Katie. I don't. Our final birdhouse, Zach and Katie. We've got Mitchell in there, and we have Whitney as like two pieces of collateral damage in the situation. Like, mm-hmm. I do not understand the the controlling aspect that Katie has developed so quickly, so quickly. I'd understand if this was like within two, three weeks, or even three weeks, but like. The fact that, like, they were in bed together and Katie was, like, you know, like, Zach's Zach's summary of that interaction was so funny. He was, like, she, like, turned to me and she was, like, 
I just think you're dishonest. And then I I went to bed. I was like, that's not what she said, but okay. And that was just like, like what a woman says versus what a man takes away. Like that's, that was prime, that example, first of all. But no, oh my God. Like if you have this kind of controllingness about you, like you're going to drive who you're with away. What are you doing, girl? Like play it cool. I, yeah. Weird. Very, very weird. I'm very shocked she didn't go for Mitchell because, like, Mitchell's not giving party boy, which is something she's avoiding, and yet she picked Zach. She picked Zach. Confusing. I'm confused. Doesn't make sense. And she wants somebody that's obsessed with her from day one and is, like, gonna lock it off with her from, like, day one. Mm. Right. I'm sorry, is that not Mitchell? That's Mitchell. And you didn't, like... That's literally him. That's literally him. And, like, <clears throat> I don't know. There, this is, like, a spider web of, like, just a lot of miscommunication, a lot of not being 100% forthcoming from a lot of different parties. Like, right. I don't think Zach is being honest at all. Like... I think he's being honest in that he likes Katie more than Whitney Mm -hmm. for suspicious reasons because I couldn't tell you Mm. a single thing that Katie and Zach have in common. I also cannot see a spark between them to save my life and their Mm. date is so fucking boring. And also, he does not tick any of the like fucking check boxes that she said she wanted ticked when she came in and from zach's end like i like he will just say he's attracted to somebody and then like that like that's it and then yeah that- like you continue to surprise me on and on and on versus like him and whitney there's a spark they're laughing they're enjoying each other's company they're talking right. about like things that they both enjoy on the outside he gets shy he gets shy he and then like a with whitney mm. there's there's a sexual chemistry there like come on be for real but he's downplaying that because he values his coupling with katie more for unknown reasons and then from mm. mitchell's end i'm just like this is mitchell's game mitchell's game is be friends with the guy and then the second something goes wrong, be there to swoop in with, like, roses and chocolates. And mm. Oh, like, do you want to... It's okay. Do you want to talk about he it? He didn't treat you right. He didn't treat you right. Mm-hmm. I always I always told him, like, if if you were my bird, I would treat you, like, so well. He's <laughs> so lucky to have you. And, like, the way he disrespected you is honestly like, crazy. I would never do that to you. Like, that's his game. But, like, in this situation, I can't even blame him because Zach did say the conversation was dry. And the conversation was dry. And then for Katie to get offended that to say that the conversation was dry, babe, you looked so bored. And you agree that the conversation was dry and the date was dry. So what is happening? Like, right. Katie's saying she's being so honest, but she's not because you didn't like the date. So you're not being honest with yourself. You just want to... Lock it off the Zuck. Right. But for why? I don't know. Make it make sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, their dynamic is not complimentary. Like, they just don't vibe. And the whole, you know, date was so painful to watch for me as well. And, like, you know, that awkward silence. And then he's like, I really enjoy your company. Like, no, you don't. Like, who are you convincing? It's just so strange. I don't think that he's going to... Do you think he's going to recouple? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you what think you he's going to recouple? Really? What do you mean, really? Every girl he dates, he's like, well, it's early days. I'm like, you were with Molly for three no, weeks. No, but if we, but if he's putting importance on the faith, like his relationship or whatever, like the coupling with Katie is more like, like, for show, if you will? Like, if he values that more, do you think he would stay with her? When I said it was suspicious, I didn't mean in the game player way. I meant in, like, oh, a okay. uh, sticking to your people kind of way. Mm. Even if, like, that there's no connection there and there's literally a connection with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I'm just disappointed. 
Yeah, this is just, I'm like, I'm like actually disappointed. I, I just, I feel like we have these conversations like time and time again about contestants on the island. And it's just at a certain point, I think it's also because it's, I'm like, I can't, I can't try to spin this in a positive light because like there's nothing to spin because it's so true. And I'm just disappointed. Because like, for real, honestly, like what is holding him and Katie together? zip zero nothing nothing and so why isn't he he's been so like when he was with Catherine, he was so open to get to know other people he's always so even when he was with molly quote unquote he was so open to getting to know other people now he's now whitney's like hey like do you want to get to know me and he's like yeah sure 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 and then when asked about it he's like i'm not taking that seriously like no i'm not like no right which was i was like like, you okay whatever no it's really disgusting to me I'm like so shocked about it as well like I don't am I am I shocked no am I disgusted yes but I still don't think he's gonna recouple I feel like he's gonna stick with Katie uh I don't know my thing is like now I feel like if Molly wasn't in there he'd for certain recouple now mm. it's gonna look even worse if he does. Now, like, yeah, especially if it's not with Molly, right? Like, right, right. If Molly's in there and he's not feeling Molly anymore, and then he has the audacity to couple up with another girl. If he's smart enough, he's gonna know. Like, that's gonna look really bad for him. So I yeah. guess there's a possibility he comes back single. But like, let's be for real. Like Zach has not really locked it down with anybody. In a serious mm. way, he even said something along the lines of, like, one girl is too close to zero girls. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, Savage. I'm sorry. He's cheated in his past. He said he's yeah. looking forward to the day he's with a girl that he doesn't want to cheat on, which means his, like, base operating level is cheat mode on unless magical princess Disney woman comes in from skies of heaven like i (laughs) do you know what i'm saying like it's just not i know what you're saying i'm just so like frustrated this past couple of episodes i've just been like (laughs) i've been like that one fish in spongebob where he's like oh brother this guy stinks and it's just all of the guys (laughs) it's like you know what he's kind of I, I refuse to call him a villain because he's not interesting enough. Like, he's quite boring. And he, he No, Mitchell's the villain. Mitchell, Mitchell's a villain. He's the comedic relief. He's, yeah, like, the Mitchell's idol the that sometimes we love. Like- Mitchell's the fun villain. And so I get to call Mitchell a villain because he does move demon mode, like, hardcore. But I, so I'm starting crazy. to love it. I'm starting to love it. I love it. I love it. I also really love if on movie night he has, like, I'm spinning a tail liar edition, like just real. Mm, Needs yeah. to happen. But going back to Zach, he's so boring. I can't even call him a villain, but he does kind of move similarly to Megan from season four. Oh, where she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I see it. Seems like it's going well, but she loves the game. She yeah, loves the game, and she'll get distracted with anything that's directly in front of her. And if we remember, her and Wes were doing great, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they go to Costa. Mm-hmm. They were they were doing great, but they were still relatively new. He dumped Laura to be with Megan. Then they go mm-hmm. to Costa. He doesn't bring somebody back, but she does. Right. I feel like he's gonna do the same thing. Like it's it. He's not using the brain. He doesn't realize how bad it'll make him look. But he'll still bring right. somebody in. Will that person be Molly? I hope it is. I just want there to be drama. I think it's going to be so crazy. Katie comes back and he's standing there with Molly. And she's, it's going to be like a double whammy. Number one, it's Molly. Number two, he fucking recoupled with her. <laughs> oh, it'd be yeah. iconic. And then we vote out Zach and Molly. <laughs> yeah. that oh, That's triple whammy, actually. That's so that what could I work. want. That I want to get my, like what i paid for you know like you're bringing her mm. back to casa she has someone she had a connection with in there couple them up mm. and then ship them off <laughs> you know they said that it was going well they might meet mm. each other's families 
Okay. Anything. He really will. I'm so just, make it happen. Get out of the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I can make it. I can't. No, I. Oh man, it's gonna be a good couple of days. I'm excited to get to know more of these Casa people and see how it goes. But I don't know. Very interesting end to our week. I called it and then announced it on a Thursday. So hey. <laughs> Good job. Come on, I have my Anika era. I have my moments now. I'm you're rubbing off on me. I'm back. <laughs> hey guys, I was I wasn't there for a sec, but I'm back now. Like all good, good to be here. Shit. Like I'm good. <laughs> but anyways, it's the start of July. We can't wait to see what's up and coming. I don't know how long cost is gonna last, but I'm here for it. I want to know all the things. And if you haven't followed us or left a review i would highly highly encourage you to do both come find us on instagram and tiktok at villa birds come find us on twitter at villa birds pod where one of us both of us or none of us is live tweeting every episode leave us a review so people don't think we're man haters <laughs> and that's about though. it <laughs> <laughs> i know i was I was waiting for you to like interject. I was like, well, I mean, aside from Scott, like all men are trash. But with that, we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you and have a great weekend. Peace. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.